It's August 11th. We're in Studio Two at Sunset Sound. We're joined with Clementine Creevy, aka Well, are you Cherry Glazer, or is that the band name that you kind of head up? I think it's both. Some people think I'm call me Cherry. They yeah? think I'm Cherry Glazer. It's both. Do you say no? My name's Clementine. Call yeah. me Clem. I'm you not stupid idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no. So the reason I brought you to here today is because your dad actually won an Emmy. Oh, uh, wait, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting you to say that. Well, you have a cool band and everything, but I really like, I'm, <laughs> I want to talk about the Emmy. So did he mention yeah. it's for uh, L- N- NYPD Blue? <laughs> yeah. Are you on some Nardwar shit? <laughs> wait, can I say that? His thing is he'll like interview people and he knows these f- facts that they wouldn't expect them to know and they get really scared. Write that down. We got to investigate him. Yeah, I have Nardvar on the pod. <laughs> Is he from LA? He's from Vancouver. I'll fly him down. Yeah, let's fly him down. I'll, we'll, let's hit him up. He's, going, go ahead. Um, no, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to a great start. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a wrap. <laughs> Thanks Bye. for having me. <laughs> Okay, so... He interviewed us one time, and he said... <laughs> I don't know why I keep talking about Nardwar <laughs> for like 15 minutes. No, he goes, doot, doot-a-loot, doot. That's his, like, That's call his sign. sign off. Yeah, and then the, the the person he's interviewing is supposed to say, doot, doot. Okay, now I know what you're talking about, because he was going, like, Cherry Glazer, Terry Blazer. Yeah, he says... Yes. Um... We must know. Cherry Glazer, we must know. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. He has about. a lot of like little it was isms. A, it was a long time ago too, wasn't it? When you did the interview Yeah. I feel like I should have more isms. You should. I kind of, first time I met you, I was like, where are your isms at? Like, aren't you an artist? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start getting to work on that today. And those are what we want to like kind of dive into is goals that you have, you know, you're a young artist starting off and these are things that you should kind of strive and want to accomplish later on. And, you know, when you get to album eight, like you come back on the show and like you have all these new isms and I know (laughs) maybe not. (laughs) I didn't know that's where my goal should be, but I feel like maybe they should be. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> what should we talk about next? <laughs> no, don't put it on me. <laughs> My dad, though, yeah, he did win, win an Emmy. How do you know that? Uh, well, Why do you know that? I'm a producer. I'm, I produce television shows. I worked at MTV and oh my God. I'm doing something with CBS. I and love that. He's a hero of mine, so I'm just kind of using you to get to him, and I was hoping he was like going to oh drive you God. down or something. Yeah, I'll text him right now. He he just called me, but then I say missed it, and I said I'm in a podcast. Well, can we Facetime him, and then we can find out like what we really want to know. <sighs> I mean, uh, next time I don't want to alarm him because we do want him to. <laughs> we want him to be. We want him to get in here. We right? want him to be on. We <laughs> 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 have a little. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're like already on weed, <laughs> and just in our lives. Um. Yeah, he showed he he one time played his Emmy video and it was really cute because he was young. He was like showing us the video or whatever. He like found it on YouTube or something, and he was like, "I can't watch it! I can't watch it! I can't watch it!" 
<laughs> but it was it was really cool to see. <laughs> Does he like uh, New York Undercover also? I don't know about that. You don't know that show? It's Dick Wolf, same producer that did NYPD Blue. Was he, he would know Dick Wolf if you say, "Dad, you know Dick Wolf?" Of course, I know Dick Wolf. Yeah, he knows Dick Wolf. <laughs> 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 Everybody knows Dick Wolf. Everybody who's anybody knows Dick Wolf. Yes, he's got great isms, Dick Wolf. Oh man, I gotta follow him around. Yeah, just look up his Wikipedia page. Just show you all his isms. It's like his uh, IMDb and then isms. Yeah. And like I don't know about I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm riding the wave. Just kidding. I think it's really good. Thanks. Appreciate it. See, that's the kind of soul you have is where, like, you encouraged me, even though that was not really a good idea. Like, that's what you're, you could produce, too. Do you ever the produce The heart others? wants what it wants. Yes, that's true. You know, they have wiki feet. What's that? It's Wikipedias of people's feet. Really? Yeah. Like, no, notable people or famous people um all you know a list from a listers to to, to they it runs the gamut i think uh, i'm Quentin on there Tarantino's. so oh, maybe yeah. you would so that would maybe tell you it's not just you're a big star <laughs> what's weird is yeah the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> you know you made it kind of but in. i have a high foot rating i guess do you yeah they will like include photos of like you with your feet with your shoes on. Really? Too. Like they they really will take any foot. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's mind-boggling. <laughs> so how do you get to see the barefoot though? It, like have you ever shown your bare feet to anyone? <laughs> <laughs> Never once. <laughs> Yeah, never <laughs> once in my life. <laughs> let's, all right, let's talk music a little bit. Um, okay. You have a sincere love for Michael Bublé, because which... <laughs> <laughs> I heard he only likes a little tiny, eensy, weensy, teensy bit of his edible. Yes, five mil five milligram edible, and it's got to be carved into eight pieces. I'm gonna make Eve do that. Yes. <laughs> Eve Rothman, we love you. Shout out, Eve. <laughs> we should call him over <laughs> to jump in this, this conversation. Sometimes I will be drinking whiskey in the studio, and I'll be like, why don't you have a drink, Eve? Yeah. <laughs> and then I realize he's like, Sober. working. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sober when he Sometimes works. Sometimes I forget, you know, we, we're both going deep and... Yeah. Have you ever taken Xanax? Yeah, for like, yeah. I did too. Yeah, uh, I I didn't have like a, a long-term problem with it, but I did some Xanax like at the in the quarantine, like the beginning days. Yeah, it works. Yeah, <laughs> and then it and then it sucks. Yeah, then it doesn't. It. it was maybe they <laughs> took it for like a few months or something. Yeah, they overprescribe that way too much. And then it's supposed to, be, it literally was manufactured for short term. And then it's Shit like sucks. they just keep giving it to you for long term. Yeah. And I think that's when people have problems. Yeah. I feel like, oh man, Moderation. I can never have a good thing. 
yeah, they should follow the buble rule and do niblets <laughs> of everything. Like, like that crack niblets rock. Niblets for all. Yeah, niblets that's what, everything. That's what my mom always says. Yeah. <laughs> What's your dad always say? He's a great writer, so he probably has some really amazing... You love my dad. I know. That is so funny. He's an incredible writer. Obviously, won the Emmy. He's the best. He's my stepdad. He married my mom when I was 12. I love him, and he's super supportive and cool. So it was, like, easy. All right. They both come to the shows a lot and always buy merch. Your grandma was in a mosh pit in oh, yeah. Chicago, and she lost her wallet. Yeah, my grandma lost her pit, uh, her wallet in the pit. She was really getting in there. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I lost my wallet in the pit. <laughs> pretty epic. Grandma in the mosh pit. Yeah, she goes pretty hard. How old is grandma? She's like 70-ish. That's not a grandma. That's like a old mom yeah my peep like mom had me when she was young and my grandma had my mom when she was young is your mom from la um they're from chicago those that side of my family you told me that actually when i was out there telling you i was from chicago you go hey drew my mom's from chicago as well yeah no way what's her name maybe i know her (laughs) caitlin yeah that's a great name do you call her kate sometimes sometimes she goes by kk kk yeah that's like her stage name. Do you call She doesn't I actually well it's not a stage name, it's just her like She was an actress? Other name. No, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just wanted to say stage name. I know, that's that's cool. <laughs> I think everyone should have a stage name too. Like even if you're not a musician, it's like you should Yeah, exactly. Be able to experience what it is to like have cherry glazer as your kind of are you saying people should name. go around and say that they're cherry glazer? I think we should get shirts that, that say. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to lie more. Really? Yeah, that's my new thing. Nice. Tell me about that. Um, it's not going well. No? No. Are, I can't do that. Are people not under are like believing the lie or are they thinking that I just that think, it's, you know, you only live once uh-huh. and may, you know, life is what you make it. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Is there more? Or <laughs> I haven't really thought much more to the extent. I think it just has to be natural. I totally agree. But it's a little like philosophy I have or something, or a little theory. Or I don't yeah. know what you'd call it. It's profound. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do what I can. So, 11 years old, you pick up a <clears throat> guitar and you learn the song Wonderwall by Oasis. And <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Today is gonna be the, that wasn't the song you learned. Wait, today I feel it's like you're just be singing. The day and I'm gonna be it back to you. you. By now you should have somehow realized what you got to do. do. I don't believe that anybody feels the way yeah, I, I do, do about you, you now. now. That was the one? (laughs) (laughs) I did stumble upon a video of myself, like, playing guitars as a youngin. Because I picked up guitar when I was, like, 10. And I'm, like, 11. And and there's a video of me singing this song. And it's so fucked up and depressing. And I'm, like, 11. And I'm, like, singing about winter. 
<laughs> Winter <laughs> is scary. Like, Damn, like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? It was seemed too tortured for an eleven-year-old. <laughs> Where was that coming from? The tortured winter song. I don't know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to. <laughs> That's a loaded quesadilla. Yes, that is. Do you like Mexican food? Yeah, I oh, love it so much. Me too. Yeah. What's your favorite one in LA? Peeps, you know. I know. Um, you know. There's this place by my house called, oh, man. Maybe I shouldn't even say because no, I'm trying to keep that yeah. under wraps. They have a really good chicken burrito. It's in a little mini mall, mm. and it's in Highland Park by me. Pe- oh, I remembered it, but I'm not going to say it. No, because no. it, it would be good for their business. <laughs> that Thai place across the street literally is like owes us so much because we've talked about them on the news Everybody that comes in here, they it's the best Thai place in L.A. across oh, the street. Oh, yeah. Someone was saying about that Thai place. I started as a vegetarian when mm-hmm. I started producing Ozzy Osbourne's daughter about three weeks ago, but I only lasted half a day. Oh, no. And then I kept trying to say <laughs> I was a vegetarian, but the girl, Carmen, that I managed, she was telling everyone I wasn't a vegetarian, and I was she lying. Was spilling your beans. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't – yeah, I eat meat. I, I just want – yeah, I just want – I don't know. I get it. But it's also like, that's complicated. Definitely. I don't want to kill like Bambi or anything. Are I like you sure? F- <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you have a dark side to you. I do. <laughs> but I have dimples, so people don't think I do. <laughs> oh, my God. I swear. Like it, they're like, it, 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 he's harmless. Yeah. And I'm like, it gets you, it gets you away with everything. I know. I can maneuver around this town very easily. <laughs> Sir, can we see your ID? I now? guess I have dimples. I never n- realize that, but people say that I do. Yep. Two or one? I don't know. There's two. one. You got two. Oh, there's two. See, It'd I don't know. It'd be cool if you had one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a mirror in my room uh, for years, and my roommates were like, Clem, like, you don't have a mirror in here. Like, how do you know what you look like every day? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I just like look at <laughs> it from this angle of like standing. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's very conceited to have mirrors. And like so all conceited. Oh yeah, and they force you to look at <laughs> no, them in bathrooms. I just I don't But don't you think that is a little much that they put them in every bathroom so they force you to look at yourself? Yeah, it's like cool when you go into one and it's not it doesn't have the thing. But see Actually, though, that's good. That's good for me because I don't have one in my room. Mm-hmm. So at least they're out in the world. Yeah. Sometimes my friends go to um, like estate sales. Ooh. Yeah. When people die. People have found some haunted shit in estate sales. I had a haunted house. I bought a haunted house in no, Chicago. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass out. So when I get scared, I fall asleep. Whoa! Really. <laughs> Yeah, like, it's just too much for me. (laughs) (laughs) I get, like, overwhelmed and I fall asleep. (laughs) It's like a horror movie. Oh, my gosh. The anxiety of the terror doesn't keep it. (laughs) It just is too much. You're like, (laughs) I don't understand how more people don't do that. I know. Is there any other emotions that put you to sleep? 
Um, I'm afraid of whales. Really? Too. So, like, when you watch <laughs> Free Willy, sleep, that'll though. put you right to sleep. Oh, that honestly sounds scary. Yeah, I don't. I I don't remember seeing Free Willy. I mean, I guess I've seen that. With the kid on the standing there in the whale. <laughs> I like your impression of the kid. Yeah, I kind of look like him. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you kind of do. I don't remember much, but I feel like you do look like him. He was Canadian, though. So. <laughs> yeah, that changes everything. <laughs> a. <laughs> uh, I met this girl at Bonnaroo, 2014. I kept writing to her afterwards and saying A, A Y E. And she got really mad and said, I'm not a pirate. Damn. And she goes, It's E H. You fucked up. She didn't write me back. <laughs> I wouldn't either, I dude. Know. It's just. You gotta learn. I know. And you it's got those mistakes that I kind of was talking to you about earlier that create this anxiety, which I'm going through. And it's. I gotta. Before these problems happen, I need to address myself before I make a decision to get into the problem. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, identifying, I think it's what they call it. And um, Yeah. I struggle with decisions. Really? Yeah, like thinking I like uh, like wondering if I'm making the right decision. Me too. I I, wor- I I'm constantly thinking about that. like whether or not I'm making the right decision cuz I think I'm a little obsessed with being good. Like, I just want to be a good person. There's all these wolves out there (laughs) that will take advantage of kindness. You letting (laughs) your heart be open and be so (laughs) generous or even just helpful. Yeah, sometimes I'm just like, shouldn't it it be obvious? And then sometimes I feel like it's not. And that really trips me up. Is this with other people like in your circle where you're really nice to them and then they're kind of like, oh, Clem will do it because she's so nice. So let's go ask her to buy us Mexican. Honestly, uh, I don't know. That this, this thing did happen to me recently where like I do show up like with shows, like I never cancel. And there was this show and I didn't know it was happening. And I was like, all right, maybe like I'm going to like see if maybe like I might cancel and 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 everyone was like you always you always make it happen Clem I was like all right like yeah whatever and then like later I was like that's kind of fucked up like I never asked like to cancel yeah and then yeah I feel like do you cancel on sometimes like you might get like taken advantage of big time um that being said, I did show up an hour late today. <laughs> but you did show up. <laughs> oh, it's been a busy ass couple of days. I know, and you're leaving it's crazy. for Seattle tomorrow to play with festival with the Lumineers and yeah. those other amazing artists. Um, yeah, Mac DeMarco. He was just in here with. Oh Ozier. really? Oh my god, Three I love that. I love Mac. Who's texting you? Uh, Is it Eve Rothman? No, it's my boo thing. Boo thing. <laughs> What's his name? Shout out. What's her name? What's, his <laughs> name? What's their name? Re- uh, Re- Ronald. Ren- yeah. Reynold. It's Reynold. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was only a last name. <laughs> oh man. Reynold. What's his last name? Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> How long have you been seeing Reynolds? It's like casual. So like you guys are going to the movies and... Speaking of love in my life, I did have a date recently and the guy brought his... Um, Cat? Dude, no, that would have been so sick though. You <laughs> brought a cat with him? Like a kitten. I want to start doing that. That's a Backseat. fun, unhinged move to make. I know. I got you a cat. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of what I did to my parents. They said, don't get a cat, don't get a cat. Because it was like, I was like a junior in high school. And they were like, you're going to move out soon. Like, And I said, I really want a cat. And they said, you're going to move out soon when you're done with school and then you know you're gonna have this cat so don't get one mm, yeah. and i went and got one anyways wow. and brought it home really yeah and then like fast forward a year later and i was like all right i'm moving out like i'm looking at cat friendly places and they were like what do you mean like this is her home oh then like, they love the cat yeah so they're like obsessed with her now and they have like a mural of her <laughs> in like the front of the like right wing walk in the house it's kind of psychotic it's like huge and they made you leave the house, and then the cat you brought in is yeah. now has a mural in the front hallway. Yeah, yeah. Actually, she did take over my room. Her room, my room, is now her room. Unbelievable. Did that? Was there abandonment issues that came along with that? Or oh, big time. That's pretty much the core of gotcha. all my issues. Yeah, yeah. And the music kind of stemmed from that too. Yeah, yeah. That's Definitely. what the whole record's about. I felt like that was going on when I, I just was covered myself in um what flavor? Tangerine. Mm. Have you tried this one? No, I only do pomplamousse. Oh, you're like a classic guy. Yeah. Is that really? Is that what the guys like? Is that your booth? Well, no, likes? I just mean like <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that like the early early flavor? I like blue flavored things. Really? Yeah, my bandmates drag me for that. But it they t- it tastes good, like I guess because <laughs> not blueberry, just blue flavored, though, right? Yeah, blue flavor, yes. like blue flavored candy. It's like blue raspberry. Yeah. But I guess it's sort of a new flavor, like you know, it really hit the streets more like starting like 10 15 like 10 years ago that's when i started getting kind of edgy with flavors like, <laughs> i think starburst tropical fruit was like it was just standard everything was standard they're like what you know what Wait, we should do here let's starburst? take the yellow and the blue and put them together and then we have tangerine pomplamoose or whatever they call it i just like the new blue it's something about it it's tasty <laughs> all right your dad won an emmy you love the flavor blue you got a boo thing. You like Mexican food. <laughs> you love Michael Bublé. Not for his music. Yeah, but that one is he, most important. The way he lives his life. Um, You're Michael Bublé secretly. <laughs> <laughs> but 11 years old, you didn't learn Wonderwall. <laughs> How did you get the guitar? Um, my Uncle Connor gave me my first guitar when I was like 11. Ten, I guess. Electric, acoustic. Acoustic. Nice. Yeah. Was it a Martin D twenty eight? Uh, it was like a little Fender. Hmm. Yeah. So I was playing on that, and then 
I remember like I was going to see a lot of like punk bands in LA growing up here and stuff and I remember I saw No Age a bunch they were like cool band that I was into and I just remember having this feeling like seeing them and thinking I can do that you know like when you see something you know intrinsically that you can do and I was like I want to do that and I can do that I love it and you see something that just like you super connect with so then I started playing electric guitar my dad got me an electric guitar Mexican Strat and then yeah I started Cherry Glazer when I was like 15. So you had been playing guitar a few <clears throat> years you're writing songs right off the bat? Yeah I would be, I've been writing songs since I could like talk um, I would like write s- s- singing, always singing, and then writing lyrics, and then I would just like sing them, and then I learned guitar when I was like ten. Nice. So, lessons or anything, or just kind of? Um, yeah, I took lessons for a long time. Actually, I took lessons uh, at the Silver Lake Conservatory. Shout out Mark Ray. What's up? That's Flea's place, right? Yeah. 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 I heard. Oh well, maybe I shouldn't say. I heard Flea was like living there for a minute because he was on the rocks with the... His lady? (laughs) Or the chili peppers. (laughs) (laughs) His lady. That's a great place. I know uh, the woman that runs it. But ulterior motive, I wanted to like see him around when that was happening stuff. I love Flea. I saw the Red Hot Chili Peppers at the Staples Center when they played like a few years ago and it was such a sick show. Me too. I was actually yes. at that show. It was Josh Klinghoffer who was still in the band. Yeah, I know Josh. Yeah, and he actually yeah, he started at Sound Factory over there before the Chili Peppers and was doing like Gnarls Barkley oh, and producing yeah. with Danger Mouse. Yeah, he's like friends. Uh, I guess he's he's sort of a family friend and I didn't realize he was in the Red Hot Chili Peppers and he loaned me a guitar okay. and then he said, and then I was like, can I come bring it back to you? And he was like, yeah. And then he's like, I'm at, I'm recording like at Sound Factory. So I went there and gave him his guitar and then the Red Hot Chili Peppers were there. And it was like a movie because <laughs> Flea was like jumping on the couch and like, I like walked in and Flea was like jumping on the couch and like, <laughs> uh, that's amazing. and like Anthony and Chad were like playing pool and I was like, what? So I was cool. like, "You're this is Red Hot Chili Peppers," and you didn't know he was the guitarist. <laughs> I didn't for the realize. Chili yeah, he he and I got into a little debate about uh, "Low," the the album by David Bowie, mm-hmm. and um, he was trying to convince me as his best, or maybe not his best, but. He really likes it, and I don't know. I don't remember like what I was saying, but he drove. He he brought a record, like a first edition, like record of Low, and like came by my house and like stuck it under my car, um, and was like, "Go look under your car," and there was like a first edition record, like wow. crazy first edition version of low by david bowie and i've since listened to it a lot and i do love it i think Still it's have it? phenomenal yeah but it's like yeah he yeah he really wanted to convince me <laughs> <laughs> honestly though he is right it's 
in sitting. I, you know what I don't like is when people wear David Bowie or like a Miles Davis t-shirt and then you ask them like, what's your favorite Miles Davis composition? And they're like, what's a composition? Or you ask them like, what's your favorite David Bowie record? And they have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you I feel happen? like I'm that person. No, you know so much <laughs> about music. <laughs> I'm a huge poser. God damn it. <laughs> Aren't we all posers? I just, no, I, I hear where you're coming from, but, like, life is hard enough. On top of having to <laughs> remember all these albums and who played on it. Yeah. And, and those people, <laughs> they have easy lives because that's why they have the time to go do all that research. And, like, because then they just wait for, like, David Bowie to, did someone say David Bowie? Oh, yeah. Just waiting, waiting to talk about it. Like, heat on it. <laughs> It's like vegans, you know, they just love when vegan talk gets up. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, let's talk about the greatest vegan restaurants in Melrose. Moby. Yeah. Moby has a restaurant. Is I've been to there. Sage? That. Um, it's called Little Pine. Hmm. It's actually hella good. Yeah. Like, vegan place. He, he he kicks it there. I've seen him there before. Oh, speaking of bad studio food. I brought some tinned fish to the studio. <laughs> like, I love tinned fish. Sardines, anchovies. Mm. So good, right? Yeah. So I got some delicious fresh baguette and some fresh butter. Nice. Like, you know, Vermont butter, whatever. And I brought some tinned fish. And um, I don't think Eve was like, I think Eve was kind of like pissed about it. Because really? with the whole tinned fish in the studio, like uh, he it? he said, you don't have to worry about me eating it. <laughs> and then I left it in there for like three days by accident. Have you tried the, um, the tinned <coughs> fish at Seven Eleven across the street? That's what I eat every day. It's a good spot. That's why. Um, no, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> Damn it. I grew up in Chicago, Lake Michigan's there. Nice, yeah. yeah. And I, I, my cousin fishes, and I'd go with him. Yeah, oh my God, Lake Michigan is sick. Yeah. It's kind of weird, though, the way it's a lake, isn't it? You know? Yeah, Like, the ocean water. is, like, it's a little scary. The lake's scarier than the ocean to me. For sure, I agree. And, like, all scary movies that have the word lake in it, like, you know it's fucking crazy. <laughs> Why is that so true? Like, Devil's Lake. I watched this crazy like horror movie last night called Sleepaway Camp. Uh-uh. It's like a terrible like eighties B movie about like everyone <laughs> getting murdered. It was kinda cool, but I fell asleep. Yeah. There's that. <laughs> <laughs> Does that way like That's if you can't talk. sleep and you like come out of rehearsal or a big show and you're like, I can't sleep, someone put on Halloween. And then they put on a scary movie, and you're just like, oh. We play a lot of Mario Kart on tour. Nice. You have an N64 on there? We get, we have a little, um, whatever it's called, a little Switch. Hmm. Like a Nintendo Switch, and we hook it up to the TVs. I don't even know what a Switch is. I've heard of it. You got to get a Switch. You yeah. could play me in Mario Kart. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to come to Seattle tomorrow just to do that. I didn't even go to the show. <laughs> yes, you should. And Seattle has really good tin fish up there too. Yeah, they have the sound, right? Like Puget Sound. That's what they have there. Yeah. There's lots of jellyfish in there. I'm always I've gotten stung before. Did someone have to pee on you? No, I heard that's a myth, but I wish. 
Can you imagine if that was a myth that was just started up like uh, at least some rascal somewhere someday and then everyone's just like, <laughs> peeing on each other? No, I think that's what the deal is. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like Sheryl Crow? Yeah. Really? Oh my God. Love Sheryl Crow. Nice. Um, are you strong enough to be my man? The answer is no, by the way. <laughs> and that's my sass for the day. Is that well? Is that a hidden message that you're sending to the boothang right now? <laughs> oh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. Unconsciously, you were saying. I mean, you had to be thinking of somebody, and you're like, I don't want to really break up with him, but no. maybe he'll get it this way. <laughs> it's kind of like. <laughs> Shoko is great. I always like yeah. the song "Leaving Las Vegas," but then I found out that's not her song. Leaving Las Vegas. I'm leaving Las Vegas. I think it's in B flat though. Oh man! You don't know. And then we have to listen to it. What's the really? I didn't know if I heard it. I mean, she did all those records. Here's six records. Oh, I love that. Do you give autographs? I give autographs. Yeah. Um, I do like a little. A little character guy. Oh wow! Next to my name. That's special. Do you ask what the fan's name is too, or just like? Yeah, I asked what the fan's name is, and um, oh, there was this guy who I was convinced had was this other guy. Fan, I'm confused. Fans, and um, no, never mind. Yeah, that was yeah, sometimes. Good though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I text me if you forget. Remember I was the rest in the grocery them. store and the, my music was playing in the grocery store. That's cool. And I told the cashier, I said, "This is me. This is me." And she was like, "No way!" <laughs> <laughs> it like totally made my day, dude. What song? I think it was "Told You I'd Be with the Guys." Shout out Joe Chick. Joe Chickarelli, the creamy Italian. We call him here. What do you call him? The creamy Italian. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's so real. I know. For you kids that don't know, Joe Ciccarelli is a 10-time Grammy-winning producer who worked on Clem's record in 2017. Yeah. Put on Icky. Hold on. But listen to this kick drum. This is Joe Ciccarelli, and this is all you need to know. Wow. Oh, speaking of Jack White. Yeah. Sorry, Joe, we're off you. You're going on tour with Jack White. <laughs> yeah, we are. Nice. When? I know. It's a little uh, childhood dream come true. That's so rad, though. In like a few days. We're going to be playing in New York, um, and we're going to cool. Niagara Falls, oh, which wow. I'm excited about. Yeah. Uh, like, I wanted to come yesterday. I was like, let's talk about guitar tones. And I was like, ah, that's boring. People are going to be bored. Like, let's talk about everything. <laughs> you know, what kind of tin fish you like and <laughs> the flavors that are fun. Blue raspberry. Yeah. Put that shit on my name. You know, this room, um, five Van Halen albums were done in, which I love Van Halen. Yeah. There's a song called, which sounds exactly like one of your songs. I'm going to play a little bit of the song. And then you tell me if you can name what song you think it is that I'm referring to. What Cherry Glazer song does this remind you of? 
Cherry Halen. What song does that remind you of? Here? <laughs> I don't know. Damn it. Is it Told You? I'd be with the guys? Yeah. <gasps> I get that okay, a little wait, wait, bit. Okay, let me play it again. I like this track. All right, now let's go to the Glazer. <laughs> Maybe not so much. <laughs> Maybe not so much. No, you are so excited. I, I think so. That was like my climax of this podcast. <laughs> I was like, wait, I can tell her this. <laughs> Speaking of that kind of shit, I was, uh, I took a picture of myself in this room and literally it was just like a corner of the desk like i took a selfie and there was like a sliver of the room that you could see and like in my comments on instagram dudes like studio like studio three like (laughs) he was like i know that room anywhere (laughs) hot rat hot rats was recorded there and i was like how do these people know this place is the 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 knowledge goes deep seeing one piece of wood i actually put that picture on our uh, instagram story and everyone's like holy shit it's cherry glazer she's there (laughs) yep better watch our podcast because we're gonna cover some big I love so it. you learn guitar your uncle gives you a fender which you still play yeah. this modded fender today which is so rad you get s- signed to a record label yeah how old were you um i was like 15 what did it feel like as a 15 year old to get attention for something that you created but you're um, getting recognition from companies yeah from songs that you're playing on your guitar that you just got a few years prior where you're like this is it i'm i know what i want to do now yeah, I was doing a lot. I've, I've been sort of in the public eye for yeah. a long time, although it is like indie fame. It's like niche. That's cool, but, though. Like, I'd rather have that than... Uh, Burger Records found my music. Yeah. And then, like, they put out some early music, like a tape, and then Secretly Canadian was hitting me up because... I guess Ben and Chris heard about the band and like they were coming to a lot of shows and then I signed with them and that was forever ago. I've been with them since I was like, damn, maybe like 17. Jesus. Was it Papa Kremp was the (coughs) SoundCloud uh, (coughs) EP, I guess? Yeah, Papa Kremp. Jesus. And you can still download that and find it? The tapes go for hella money on eBay. They're rare. Really? Yeah. I guess like I, I could repress them. I don't know. The first edition ones are like oh, that's right. Cause expensive. They used to do that. Like limited. Uh, that was like their thing for Burger Records, right? Were they yeah. from OC? Yeah. Orange County, yeah. We. It was really funny because they. Um, I didn't. I was embarrassed to say how young I was, and they said, "Come down to the shop." And I was like, no problem. I didn't have my license yet, though. <laughs> You're out of the way. <laughs> I was like, I'll, I'll be driving, and I'll, I'll see you there. And then I was like, how do we get, how do we get there? <laughs> did, how did you get there? Our moms drove us. <laughs> <laughs> and, made, and you made them park like a block down the street. Yeah. And then- <laughs> 
Hey, I just drove, but I parked way down here's there. Here's fine. Here's fine. <laughs> <laughs> what? I want to see. I want to see the shop. I get it. No, no. Here's fine. Here's fine. Why do we lie when we're teenagers about really stupid things? Oh my gosh. See, this is why I want to start lying more. I know, because it's kind of it's reserved for teenagers. It's related to, yeah, tapping into some sort of... Past... Yeah. Vanity. Psyche that might be... It's kind of like... I don't know, like Christian Bale when he wanted to play a crackhead. He actually smoked real crack. Oh my god, I love Christian Bale. He's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite Christian Bale movie? Um, oh, don't say Dark Knight. No... That's a good the one. one where he's, I don't want to say the wrestler. The fighter. The fighter. That's the, where he's a uh, crackhead. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. amazing. Do you think he's handsome? He rocks. You like his acting or you think he's handsome? Oh, both. <laughs> there was but yeah, he's super hot. We're opening up things here. I'm kind of, I don't want to just ask you questions like, hey, what's your favorite song? Did you like Led Zeppelin? <laughs> I want to get into like deep issues and really have the younger generation of artists learn from you, get educated, and you know, so they don't have to make the same mistakes of lying or. I love my fans. I really do. My um, old bandmate slash boyfriend said that my fans were all me. They were all just me, like all little me's. Mini clums? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that's Which is a compliment. Honestly, though, like when you're 15 years old and you get any activity from some songs that you've been writing for a few years, which artists work 30, 40 their whole lives and sometimes don't even attain, what were you like, oh, God, I'm, I'm cool. This is great. Did it give you enthusiasm um, or motivation to keep writing? Or were you like, oh, this is probably just like something they... Man, that's a good question. I don't even know. It was definitely something I knew I always wanted to do, play music. Nothing else you were interested in, really? I mean, to that degree? Yeah. Nothing else, really. Bowling you like, too? Yeah. I'm kind of hit or miss with bowling. I'm either amazing or terrible. Me, too. Well, how do you, like, we were just talking about Instagram. What do you, how do you feel about social media? <clears throat> uh, social media. I don't think, I just think, I guess it's like, however you use it, I think like, it's easy to say like, oh, fuck social media, you know, because it's obviously like a really like hard thing to like live with Yeah. on so many different levels for everyone. But I, I guess you have to take like responsibility to use it the right way and like get your for you pages to be like a good place yeah yeah and like not that's so well put because it's like anything it can yeah, be abused yeah it's like anything it can it's, be abused yeah and people can use it for bullying or they can use it to motivate people or tell amazing stories or the story about who they are obviously in the music industry it's just used. feels like something you gotta like learn how to live with kind of yeah although Respect if you're just, like, fuck all of it. Of, I never thought, I, I'm not various, I'm not a very social media um, inclined yeah. person. I, I, I never thought I would be on social media. 
and then I had to be. Yep. And then, like, you know, I also guess I wanted to a little bit. Like, I was in eighth grade when I got an Instagram. Did you do Facebook first or Instagram? Yeah, I had a Facebook. I probably got one I was in, like, six, fifth or sixth grade. Facebook sucks. Yeah. Instagram's just because we don't you don't have to listen to anyone on Instagram. It's like, all right, picture, picture, cool little videos. Facebook, it's like. I like TikTok because you can be kind of creative on there. Yeah, yeah. And I like that it's not just like. I like that it's people I don't know, like from all around the world, like doing shit. But it, they they all f- fucking suck. <laughs> 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 but I'll, 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 like, I also think you need to learn how to like live with them, because I'm not really. I try not to just like cut out things from my life. I I think I'm of the philosophy that you gotta like try to learn like how to just balance it. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, for sure. Metallica is a band. They're big. Yeah. They did a 53-song tribute to the Black Album. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you were on it. Yeah. That was Eve and I did that song together. And oh, really? That's I kinda, didn't know part of Yeah. That. That's like what really got me stoked on Eve doing the record. Did like a publisher pair you up with him? Or <clears throat> did you knew Eve before and like, Eve, you're the right one to do My Friend of Misery on Metallica? I to do the song. Because I had heard of him through Lawrence that I worked Lawrence with. Lawrence Rothman, his brother, yeah. another great engineer, producer, musician. Yeah, his bro. And um, then I heard about Eve through Lawrence. And then I was like, oh, let's, I want to try doing a session with this guy. I think we had like a random writing session. And yeah. I was like, oh, Eve would be perfect to do the Metallica song. And then he like killed it and made it like super spacey and gothy and sick. Yeah, my friend of misery. He said, "Good." Is yeah. the name of the song. My friend um, of misery. My friend of misery. We kind of like changed the melodies a little bit. Yeah. Well, there's so many different versions also because they like. I'm sorry. Kamazi Washington <laughs> has a version of that same song. Oh yeah. And like Miley People, was like, on chose, it. People like chose. They gave us a list, yeah. and then so. Yeah. You like Saint Vincent? Yeah. <laughs> She's a little much sometimes. Like, I got it. I get it. She's super, like, talented. Oh, yeah. David Byrne and her kind of headed off and he mentored her. She's got a lot of music, like, that was done 10 years ago. She was... definitely shreds. I don't know, like, the music, I don't know. But, um,. I, I definitely, I respect her. Yeah. <laughs> that feels so bad to say. Whatever. <laughs> Carmen, this girl I managed, she said, you know, I want to fall in love with St. Vincent, but then I want us to realize that we should just be friends. <laughs> that's really funny. Like, wow. That's, that feels really accurate. Yeah. I went on a date with a guy who was 6'5". Whoa. Last night. Yeah. Six five. Was it wasn't Boothang? Yeah, I told you there's no editing here. No. <laughs> Boothang. <laughs> well, you said you weren't really into him, anyways. <laughs> Just 
like, hey, Boo Thing, uh, I don't want to go to the movies tonight, but also no, watch Sunset Sound Roundtable. No, you know what? Sunset he has Sound other hoes, too. Oh, I get what's going on here. So, like, you guys meet but up. I'm in, I'm in love with him, though. Really? I'm in love with someone, too, I think. Mm. It'd be like that sometimes, dude. And you want to just <laughs> advance it, but you don't want to be hurt by this Boo Thing. Yeah, like... So you're like, I'm going to go out on a date with another guy just to see if I really like the other one that much. I get it. I don't know, man. What do they, what do they say about the heart? The troubles of the heart? Yes. Yeah. That's in its anxiety. <laughs> you can't control your emotions. <laughs> Not just for love, but it also manifests itself in other emotions. Yeah, I know. What's... I, I have... That's one of my, like, addictions. Falling in love or? Like, yeah. Like, relationship, like, boy-like stuff, basically. <laughs> that is, like, my my bad thing. <laughs> like, drugs. Like, some people, like, yeah. Do you like just making out with boys or getting in full-on relationships and dating them for a while until you get sick of them? Um, or they get sick of you? All of it. It's, I, I, I issues. <laughs> I do too. It's the rush of dopamine also. Like when you meet somebody and hit it off, like it's fucking awesome. You want to do everything with them nonstop. Yeah. And yeah. like that's what consumes your mind constantly. Maybe I'm a little more afraid of like full-blown relationships, but this Boo thing, I really, I really like him. I really like him. Uh, is he a musician? Yeah, surfer, skater. Full on LA. Is LA his kid. name Bradley? Oh, yeah. it's Reynolds. I forgot. Oh yeah, it's Reynolds. Reynolds. <laughs> Where'd you meet him? He is like my best friend's boyfriend's best friend. Just could double date and go to the, like yeah, a bowling well, we, we, alley. Yeah, we, you know, we don't really do that. We like hang out though. Gotcha. We hang. Boo thing. <laughs> Boo thing stuff. <laughs> so then you go out to dinner with this guy last night. We do. He want he wants to go to a festival. Boo thing or the thirty five year old? Or I mean the six foot five year old <laughs> guy. Boo thing. Hey, Clem, I want to take you to a festival. Like, <laughs> I play festivals every weekend. But you <laughs> <laughs> Why is that so true? Oh, my God. Can you think of anything else? Dude. <laughs> but where, so I want to figure this out, though. The six foot five guy, were you, yeah. was that, did the height throw you off at all? I'm tall. So. Six foot five, though. I mean, that's like Michael Jordan's height. Right. Yeah, that's tall, huh? I guess I'm I'm pretty tall. Like I'm almost five eight. Yeah, that's a perfect height. Thanks. Yeah. So I, I just think like it's um, it wasn't like it wasn't it's not that big of a deal. Okay. Because it's I'm not tall. abnormal. Like people are looking at us. Well, it's funny because I just feel like that actually would be a normal height difference between like a couple maybe, but because I'm tall, I'm so tall. Yeah. Actually, no. It he he was tall as shit. Yeah, that seems like <laughs> you were kind of beating around the bush to make him feel better. Did you guys go to a restaurant and you were like, uh, go in in front of me and I'll be in in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be by himself. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta like take a call. <laughs> <laughs> so LA of you. 
<laughs> Where did you guys go? <laughs> to each other's houses. Oh, okay. There's no dinner involved? You don't go out to like get tin fish somewhere or something? <laughs> <laughs> I have issues. Or take 10 fish to the beach, at least. I love the beach. I love jumping in the ocean. I live in the park, so I'm far, but I'll just drive any day, any old day, just to, like, hit it. Yes. Just jump in. You surf? I don't surf, but I boogie board. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Me too. <laughs> nice. I tried to surf once, and then I almost broke my neck, and I said, oh, I, no. I get it. I'm good. Yeah, that was fucked up. I did. I went. I did go on like a. Um, I was body surfing. This is so funny. This guy w- took me on a date, and he was, like, he was like, "Let's body surf." I was like, "Okay." On date one, I'm like body surfing. My tops like flying off. I'm like getting crashed in the waves. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> He was like flying up, like wasn't meant for that. The boothing does want to paddle to Catalina. He wants to paddleboard all the way to Catalina. So boothing's in pretty good shape. <laughs> Is he like athletic or like? It feels like it's weird. It's like he doesn't seem to work out, but he has like a six pack. God, I don't like guys like that. It's <laughs> just not right. No, it's it makes me, you know, yeah. Do you want to get married someday? (laughs) Oh, do I want to get married someday? I don't know. It is interesting to like think about bringing kids into the world and scary. um, Does feel like a different different time, but you know, everyone always says that about the times that they're different. I want to adopt kids, I think. That's cool. Because they're already on this earth. Why do I need more of me? You know? Sure. There's already me. I don't need an extension <laughs> of me. Like, look at my kid. <laughs> <laughs> my kid. <laughs> That's so perfect, though. Look at my kid. Yeah, I get it. You got one. A lot of people do. <laughs> yeah it'd be cool i think about how it'd be cool to have someone to hang with you when you're old big time maybe you, you should adopt kids when you're old <laughs> then when they're 18 you die they get some money they're not gonna deal with you anymore and they're like out. 80 adopting like a baby <laughs> <laughs> yeah people live a long time now wayne coin just had a kid Oh, he's heard, not 70, though. No, he's 56. He's 50. Yeah, he's in his 50s. He just had his first kid, I think. I love the Flaming Lips. I forgot that you're homies with them. I love them so much. Oh, they are an inspiration. Where did you kind of cross paths with them or him? We opened a tour for them. So that's how I know Wayne. And, the whole tour? Yeah, we, we did like a month with them. That's so rad. Yeah, it was the best tour of my life. I just love their vibe. <laughs> Do you think vibe is an extremely overused word, especially in Hollywood? Like it's a total vibe. Yeah. Is it? I'll be like, damn, I said that word a lot today. Especially in the studio. It's, like, it's got a vibe. That's a good vibe. I it's like got a... And then you're like looking around for another different word. Yeah. I, I, 
overuse it. And I think everyone else is waiting on that one person in their group to come up with that next word that's not vibe, and then that'll be trendy. Who's going to be the one? Like fetch. Gretchen, fetch is never going to happen. Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's never going to happen. <laughs> mean Girls reference. Mean Girls reference. Do you believe in God? Um. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. Yeah. I think. I don't know if it's called God, but there's something. I've For sure. I feel that way too. I think I believe in uh, interconnectedness and sort of un unknowing, like the I don't know how to say how to explain this. I guess I believe definitely that you know there's so much that we don't know, um, exactly. and God is maybe maybe is that, and then also this sort of like inner will to keep living or whatever the yeah. human condition the human human nature Survival. human existence yeah that's maybe god i guess maybe god is like a lot of different things or conscience your conscience you have i've like we were discussing decisions earlier yeah and decisions <clears throat> are tough for me because i weigh the pros and cons i look 10 years down the road and see how that could affect me yeah some people just do whatever they think Left, right, left, just go. I need yeah. to sit here and assess it too much. And that, that comes from having made mistakes in the past, and now yeah. you're cautious. Yeah, And totally. now I need to slow down, which is good, but I wish I just knew always to do the right thing. Do you wish that you were just, like, impulsive? Like, would you take that? I think I am impulsive. That's what's yeah. caused the mistakes. Yeah, One, yeah, I yeah. fall in love really easy. Oh, I'll go I totally buy you a Mercedes tomorrow and... Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have bought you Mercedes. Buy me one. <laughs> <laughs> Was the six foot five guy a musician too? Yeah. Damn. I know. So I don't. I don't even try. Well, that's just your circle. You're always in. Yeah. It's musicians, friends, musicians, session musicians. I've been doing it so long. I guess I get scared of someone being so far away from something that is so like close to me or something i get that yeah like i dated this like creative designer like fashion designer guy um and he was awesome and it was like like i miss him (laughs) did he break up with you no i was still like sort of in love with my ex no, this was, a, yeah, this is like, I don't know, maybe a year ago. So I broke up with him because I was still in love with my ex and, and my ex wanted to get back together. Was this the ex that was, the guy you were talking about before that was in the band with you? No, different ex. And he was a musician as well? The, yeah, they all, yeah, okay. they, they both were. Have you gotten over the ex yet? Mm. <laughs> still holds that little place in your heart? I, yeah. See, that sucks. I don't even want that. I'd rather not meet somebody. If I'm going to meet somebody and fall madly in love with them and then not be with them, like, what's the fucking point? You know what I'm saying? It's so fucked up. I'm, yeah. like, friends with him. It, it, I, I'm, I'm messed up. I, I think we all are. <laughs> <laughs> but you, it's like smoking crack. Like You hit that crack rock, and then something that spikes you with 
it's just amazing and it's like oh, this I can't guy this was forever. saying to me you're the most beautiful person i've ever met in my life like i have oh, this is like i've never felt happier in my life than waking up next to you i i met him like i'd met him like tw- like 12 hours before that <laughs> It was amazing. Wow. It was crazy. Is that the guy that you're kind of still in love with? Or is this no, some this other is, guy? No, this is the, this, the, 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 the tall guy. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> but I love that evil. The uh, dark side? Yeah. What was crazy he saying that was so dark? To me, that's dark to me. <laughs> 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 like, that's dark. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dark up vibe. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> wow. Why? But why aren't you back with the ex-boyfriend that you know you should be with or want to be with? Oh, uh, with somebody else. I. Uh. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Oh well. He's like the ex that I'm still friends with. Oh, he doesn't know probably. No, I think it's just, I, I don't know, you know, we're both kind of like, we're in each other's lives in this toxic way where it's like we kind of need each other and we're like nice to each other and we know each other. Yeah. And we kind of have respect for each other, like doing our own things. Gosh. And it's like this really sort of twisted relationship that neither of us can let go of. Oh my god! I think I'm in that same thing right now. Yeah. I don't think we can air this <laughs> for numerous reasons. Please don't, <laughs> don't release it. We got to get a good, good two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> the two-minute podcast. All the rest of them are three hours. And then the cherry glazers, two minutes. Do you know, also, I wanted to talk about uh, the song Nurse Ratchet because oh, yeah. it's cool that that's not in just like a song format. Like at the end of it, there's so much cool stuff going on and it kind of sticks around for a minute and gives you a little more flavor. Mm-hmm. I wanted to let you know that. <gasps> Thank you. I love playing that one so much. We're playing that one tomorrow in Seattle or the next day. Do you play Saturday night or tomorrow night? We play Saturday night. <laughs> I want. We were gonna go to Seattle and watch her play Nurse Ratchet. I'm like so excited. Mac DeMarco. I love JPEG Mafia. He he he's like one of my faves. So I'm just like, can't wait for it. My second compliment for you is Soft Drink. Oh, thank you. The solo on that, I assume, is you. Yeah. The tone on that is so rad. One, but two, just how you play it. That's what like. When even when I first heard your music, not through Eve, but I kind of when Joe did the record with you, I guess, like four or five years ago, it's just different. Oh, thank you. It's garage rock sometimes. Sometimes it's, you know, or it will turn into like a speedy metal kind of song. (laughs) It's just, it's very interesting. And it's cool that there's a label behind that too. And it's pushing that. I mean, because you're 25 years old Mm -hmm. and it's like, there's a Clem that's 14 right now somewhere that looks up to you and is learning how to play guitar. (laughs) And it's like, it's, great music it's not you know corporate kind of billboard thank you so much you're very welcome 
I don't know. I yeah, I've always been playing. I love to play, and it's always um, it's very therapeutic for me. You'll get off tour and start playing guitar again, like the next day, and jam with people. It can't, yeah, it comes just like when it comes. Like I, 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 I sometimes think I'll never write a song again, and then things happen in your life, and and uh, and you have to like speak about it in your music. Do you journal first and then turn it into a song, or do you just start writing lyrics immediately? I just channel it all into the music. Like if I'm feeling, if there's something I need to work through in my life. Will you write a groove first or a guitar line and then like, okay, I'm gonna put words to that. I with uh, melodies and then words and, and words and melodies come kind of simultaneously. The other day I was feeling really insane. Like I was having these relationship issues and, um, I just came home and started like I was listening to Deftones nice. and then I like took the Deftones melody and then wrote my own lyrics to it. Yeah. So I'll do weird like stuff like that or melodies will just pop into my head and then I'll like record them into my voice notes and then I'll transpose them on whatever like suits the melody and then I'll I'll put the words down. But yeah, I journal um and then I I I, I when I'm feeling like creative or or like that is coming out of me i'll journal if like words are coming out yeah i'll journal and then i'll go back and put those words to a melody like and then a melody will pop in a few weeks later and then i'll put the i'll put those words to the to the new melody do you write all the songs i write all the songs yeah so like you've had a couple of different formations of this band but it's you're writing the songs mm-hmm. it's the clem show i have total creative control yeah that's yeah. great that's the way it should be it's what it is <laughs> 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 i'm a control freak i i i wish that I, I don't know what i wish yeah i'm trying to like get to a place where i'm okay with the fact that i want total creative control because it makes me feel like a a fascist dictator yes (laughs) we're all striving for (laughs) you've got two eps out you've got two full lps uh three full lps this is our this number four wow Mm -hmm. that's a lot of music (laughs) yeah did you ever have a job at mcdonald's or anything i've never had a real job that's amazing (laughs) that's so big though you know, yeah. I mean, to not have to like. I, it's 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 kind of depressing. It's like really hard yeah. to be so like solitary in my life because I don't have like. Well, I'm not solitary. I have my band and I have like my friends and. But yeah, it, that really trips me up. Like just yeah, not having not having like a real job. It's like it's really hard. Tough for me ass sometimes. work, though. I mean, touring yeah. is. I don't know how people do it. I can no, love. yeah, it's not like the work level part of it, because um, yeah, it's it's like insanely hard work uh, for like spurts at a time. It's like you don't get any sleep for like four weeks, 
and then you're home for like four weeks and, and and you don't have like anywhere to really like go or whatever yeah and that just makes me really yeah that, that trips me up sometimes do you like the road yeah some people get off the road and they can't just stop moving like it's yeah you know, i'm like that to a certain extent like the day after it's like okay let's go do something i gotta be oh moving. yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like it annoys me for the artist that comes home and wants to hang out with me. <laughs> like, oh, let's just go sit somewhere. Yeah. I'm like, no, we're going to go hike on top of fucking Runyon and then we're going to go play bowling. Yeah. Like, I'll come s- home from door and I'll be like, so this is it. This is all, this is, this is everything. This is all you do. This is it. This is all. as if like I wasn't living that same life before I hit tour. But yeah. It definitely puts you in that mind space. I really struggle with like anyone like taking care of me or like relying on anyone. You I won't do let like them? Yeah. Why? Cuz you're so independent since There's this whole like phenomenon on TikTok of like the prince passenger princess. I don't know what that is. It's like a, a girl sits in the passenger seat. This is actually this is fucked up of me to say because I think these girls are queens. And I totally love them. Um, but I, I guess I'm like, maybe I'm a little jealous, honestly. I could, ne- I could never like, like the whole prince, passenger princess thing is like they get in the car and then they like put their feet up and then they, they get like a blanket and then like iced coffee and then like they sit there and then they like sleep and they like. Do you know what this is? <laughs> Why don't you have TikTok? You're nine years old. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think maybe I totally could, like, get there. But I guess what I'm saying is I want to get there. Yeah. It's right on the goal list. <laughs> Why? I just, like, can't. I'm just, like. <laughs> Why don't you like people to take care of you? like fuck you I'm like uh, like hey Clem do you want me to get you a nice coffee like even when I offered you that sushi a little earlier like (laughs) I'm gonna go buy my own sushi I was like you can just share with me I'm giving you some money for it I was like no you don't have to so I'm not gonna eat it all I don't even know like what that is I'm just like oh no like you know you do me I'm gonna do me you do you (laughs) it's like a fear of yeah vulnerability i think i know that, that i can't that's really I, I can do that that's why my music is so important to me because i i talk about this in therapy like with a whole like decision making thing like i don't struggle with that in my music i don't struggle with making decisions i don't struggle with thinking I'm doing the right thing, I just go and it just comes out of me and it's natural and it's the only place, the only thing in my life that feels that way. That's awesome. Perfectly put. That's so, I mean, imagine if you didn't find music, you know, it's like, (laughs) (laughs) that's scary. I just do anything like everybody. And you'd be happy and lovely and nice and kind. Is it awesome? (laughs) Do you feel like, like if a guy starts taking care of you, that's like where he's trying to like, move it up the escalator in the uh, um, relationship kind of like I'm going to start taking care of her and she's going to think I'm Prince Charming 
I don't even know. Like, where does that come from? Like, because I'm I'm asking for myself because I take care of everybody, and then I'm like, maybe they just think I'm too clingy, you know? No, like I love that. I guess more it's just uh like what I said about vulnerability. Like I have this um, can't like get there. Yeah. Because you feel like you're missing out sometimes. Like even when you're with, let's say you're in a nice relationship, even a friendship or some kind of romantic relationship. Do you think I after definitely like a month do. you're like, fuck, uh, this is kind of cool, but I want to go run over there with that guy. I definitely do feel like I'm missing out. I think that type of experience or whatever is beautiful and inspiring. And I just somehow I'm, 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 I'm like not able to like, interact with it i like love love yeah for a moment and then it's like, well, well, with other, when, when other people are doing it <laughs> <laughs> i get that though and then it's like but that first couple months is the most exciting <clears throat> thing ever it's new it's compelling it's um the hot time and then when it dies down a little bit it's like time to take care of one another it's like yeah i'm 25 let's go do something else yeah, I think that I have, I don't know, just, like, issues with, with, like, sharing, like, myself with people um, on, like, a personal level. I do that too often, and then it's like, why did I fucking share that with somebody? Why did <laughs> use it against me later? Yeah, but I'm also, no, I'm also, like, an oversharer, too. But I guess I mean, like, being your real self no. like being your like whole self or whatever yeah because you want that connection you want people to know the real you or the real drew or clem and it's like this yeah. is what i'm all about i can see it all yeah and then they're like i'm not going to show you everything i'm doing yet and they're like damn it let me take all that back yeah it's it's hard it's hard to like push people away like that. you know sometimes they didn't even do anything wrong you still just have to like i gotta I don't feel comfortable anymore. I'm out of here. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to play a festival. Totally. <laughs> and also, it's like we're in the music industry. It's like I never know what someone's motive is. Do they just want to come record for free or do right. they just want to hang out with like and hope to see David Crosby sitting around here yeah, smoking yeah, weed yeah, yeah, yeah. or do they want free tickets to my show or <laughs> you never know. So. I know. Oh, my God. I never know what people's motives are. <laughs> I, like, think too much about, like, hurting people. Like, or if I'm going to hurt someone. You sacrifice yourself to make sure no one else gets hurt. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Finally, we got there. <laughs> Oh. oh, you weren't you on Eve Saint Laurent as a kid, a teenager? Yeah. Did they sponsor your band or you? Or were you the <coughs> um, face of them, or you did like? Hetty came to like a show. He was really into like punk bands and stuff, and like rock bands and just LA bands. So he like came and saw. Uh, he was always yeah, like checking out music. So then he, I guess, saw us and then like asked me to like do some modeling and then. Um, we like pl did some music for the runway. Wow! Did you get free clothes? He, uh, 
named a dress after me, actually. Really? Yeah. What's it called? Clementine? Yeah. I love that name. So does everyone Thank else, too. Thank you. <laughs> Do you like it? Yeah. It's red. I don't know any other Clems. I dated this guy that called me Clamp. Clamp. Yeah. And he would send me, like, emojis of the Clamp. <laughs> How did that make you feel? Classic guy. <laughs> <laughs> It made me feel sad. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know. I met like a Clementine and I was like, oh my God, me too. And she was like, yeah, whatever. And I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Stupid anyways. Stupid names. <laughs> <laughs> Where was this at? It was like at a festival backstage, I remember. I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I like overthink a lot about like people, like what they like think of me. Yeah. <laughs> or like have, I got, um, I my voice like breaks a lot and I thought it was from chain smoking cigarettes um and you know i've like quit here and there and stuff um anyways i my friend my friends were like you need to like go to the doctor like you you you, you like your shit's fucked up and i was like oh okay um and so i went and then i got like diagnosed with um spasmodic dysphonia Ooh. which is like this muscle tension disorder that is like and anxiety disorder basically that's what causes it anxiety yeah and it's funny because i just don't like to admit that i have that i don't like admitting that i just feel like i don't know if i don't think about it, it like what exists or something but um it actually was really helpful because then it like helped it a bunch after i got like the diagnosis it went down yeah and, like, I can kind of control it better and stuff. So I guess, like, you're afraid of, like, a diagnosis or something. Um, but I, 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 through that experience, I realized that, I, like, a diagnosis is actually a, a, really great, a really great thing. Sure, especially with something serious, if you can catch it. I had yeah. swollen glands once, and I went on WebMD, and I oh, would not nice. go to the doctor. <laughs> Super cool, yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> so then I bookmarked the page WebMD. And I was like, I'm going to go here for everything now to tell me what's wrong with me. Mm -hmm. I bet that I was convinced that I had lymphoma cancer, AIDS, um, a, bad, <laughs> a bad cold. Oh, I've psyched myself into AIDS so yeah. many times. I know I have it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I always have AIDS. <laughs> and... That's the only one I was really scared about. <laughs> I always have AIDS. There's no cure. Yeah, 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 yeah. But with early detection, if you have HIV, you can calm it down so it doesn't get to AIDS. Yeah, the technology is good now. Yeah. You know all about that. <laughs> <laughs> I could write my thesis on that. <laughs> you could. Do you like the Sex Pistols? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. Never mind the Bullocks. Yes. That was a big record big for record. you. Yeah. Is that kind of like what introduced you big to like punk rock and. 
definitely. I had like a cassette player in my room and I had that on cassette tape. But I was already like that I was doing cassette tapes because um I thought they were like fun and cool. That I, I wasn't like born during the, that age era. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I could have listened to that shit on iTunes or Spotify. No way. It's nostalgia. Yeah, it's cool to have something tangible. Big time. I I mean, that's like even making a record. It's like Mm. the liner notes and the artwork and the songs. Like, do you do vinyl, right? Yeah. We're doing vinyl. Yeah, I think that's amazing. I love records. I definitely like... That that's like a collection thing that I feel like I get into. Yep. Like I love to buy vinyl. I love records. And records, you know, they hold stories in them. They've been gifted to people. They've tapes are honestly really cool too, though. Like tapes are their own. Like they got their own thing. But cool not collection. Record. Cool. I think that is definitely actually a tape collection. Yeah. Plus, you can fit more of them. Yeah. Well, maybe not. I like how they look. Does it feel like to? Be a woman in the music industry right now in 2022. Um, being a woman is, um, it's complicated in like every facet of life. So including like whatever you do, whether that's music or, you know, whatever. Um, I just hope people all treat each other with like mutual respect and that you, that everyone just does whatever they want to do and that you like don't try to control people and you should let other people do whatever they want to do always yeah definitely i i worry sometimes that there's like a sort of corporate agenda like feminist like feminism has been co-opted oh big time by like you know a corporate agenda and that it in the media it really looks like women are whatever yeah um and then, but then at the end of the day, they're not actually getting treated right. Um, 100%. And so I, I'm just always like, I don't know if you can say like women are killing it. I, I totally agree with you. You know, they're just presenting it that way. That it's yeah. like this big change and big movement, but that's just for social media and the news. And yeah. Nothing changes. Yeah. I guess I try to surround myself with people who like who who just like share a common goal of like wanting to like make art. Yeah. Let's talk about your modded strat. You first yeah. guitar you got was a strat. Now you play this amazing one. I I want you to describe it. What's going on with it? Yeah. We will we pulled everything out of the strat. So it only has a volume knob because I was only ever using the the like bridge pickup, and then my bandmate was like, "Why don't we just rip everything out?" So we ripped all the guts out, and it just only has the bridge pickup and a volume knob, which makes it a lot lighter. But I feel like it gives it like a punchier tone. Mm-hmm. Big time. And it's a bit like louder and just like more unique. See, that's and like kind of just like, like just like loud and and gives it just this sort of like, I don't know, different quality. Like it hits. No, it's perfect for you too. It's like it's distinguished even on like some of the solos I was mentioning. You can hear something's yeah 
not off but just i love that you mentioned the solo for soft drink because um the producer i did that with um i i was i was like tracking that solo and we kept going on it and i was like i really think like i have it and she was like keep like just keep going (laughs) and i was like fuck (laughs) i was like (laughs) i was like press record <laughs> and she was like she she just she really like pushed me to come up with something good and i'm so grateful for that because like if she wasn't there just like being a vibe and like holding it down and like that's such a cool like quality of a good producer is someone who just facilitates a certain type of energy yeah and I feel like she was really doing that because she was just like forcing me to like almost like exhaust it and then it clicked and it hit and then yeah we were both like okay this is fucking it and it took like a long time of just like fucking around and playing and fiddling and I was kind of phoning it in more than i would have if she hadn't like pushed me to like keep going on it yeah you have to do that because sometimes you'll get it on take two but it takes to get to take 35 to get back to know that take two is the one exactly but yeah that's so it's it's gnarly (laughs) 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 that's so funny oh my gosh all right let's talk about two more topics you're gonna pick one I'm going to pick one, and then we got to get you to Seattle. Well, we got to get you rested first, and then to <laughs> Seattle. I know. I have so to go to... Put on some scary movies tonight. Yes. Definitely. Um, oh, how about scary movies? That's the topic? Yeah. Ooh, all right. <laughs> have you seen It Follows? That's a good movie. I really can't watch scary movies. This is not a good truth. I get super anxiety, and I usually have, you know, we'll put them on at like 10 you o'clock. You fall asleep? I can't fall asleep. I do. It's the exact opposite of what you have. <laughs> I get fucking scared because it's so realistic. <laughs> and I've lived in two haunted houses. I bought one. I bought an old farmhouse in Indiana mm-hmm. for $35,000. Wow. It's like five bedrooms, 100 years old. Yeah. I'm like, I got this badass house. I'm going to fix it up and flip it. And then the first day I closed on it, went there, people kept stopping by it every like, two minutes they'd stop take a picture no. so i went outside and i'm like what's going on here and they're like that's the haunted house and i'm like what it's so scary it was so scary but that's oh my i go in God. there and then people keep coming by to the door and they're like oh yeah this family died here this guy hung himself in the front there's a kid that runs down the hall with a tack tennis racket what so it's fall then by wintertime i start coming in the house and big cold fronts start going just like stopping your tracks and I would get all your hairs and your body would go up and I'd freak out. Then we were down in the basement, which is was filled with radon, which cost me a ton of money to fix. Jesus Christ. (laughs) 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 The end. Great anecdote. I heard this is not a sketchy because I've already lived in one haunted house Uh that had ghosts in it, but this female voice goes you do it no this is like four in the afternoon and there was three people with me and it was the scariest most terrifying shriek i've ever heard 
And I was like, okay, this is real. This is fucking crazy. No. Scary. No. Yes. <laughs> and so. That's really fucked up, dude. This was in a small town, and everybody knew in the town that it was haunted. So I had to get a realtor from a different county to start bringing people over. And I thought I was going to flip this house in a month. It took about a year and a half. So then I was renting a house in a great Long Beach, Indiana. Long Beach, Indiana. Yes. I know about Long Beach, Indiana. No way. Yeah, my freaking cousins have a house there. Oh, wow. It's right outside Chicago. Because, yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I was renting a house there, trying to flip the house, but then I'm paying thousands of dollars a month, and the house won't sell. So I go, I'm just going to move in the house. Yeah. And that's when it got dark. And it it was haunted. So it was very, very scary. And now I sold it to some guy and his you wife that i know lived in a haunted house i saw a ghost a little baby girl in like a nightgown and i put my hand right through her i mean i'm not crazy i gave him a little bit but yeah, i was no i believe in ghosts yes wow another ghost story here at sunset sound <gasps> upstairs <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> we have three apartments upstairs in our tape vault the nuns across the street used to live upstairs above Studio 3, the Prince Room. And <laughs> one of the altar boys lived Scary with his nuns. mother, and they didn't pay the rent in 1976. So the original owner here called the police. The police come. After four months of not paying their rent, the altar boy's up there with his nun mother, I didn't think nuns could have kids. Anyhow, they worked at the church. I know, right? <laughs> his nun mother. <laughs> and uh, he had killed his mom. <gasps> and he was sitting up there with the body for four months. <gasps> and we go up there all the time. But if you go up there, like their clothes and like, <gasps> there's still items from them because it's just an attic up there pretty much. But. <laughs> oh, my God. That's <laughs> true. Holy fucking shit. It's spooky. That's crazy. Yep. Now you tell your ghost story. Do you have one? Yeah. Okay. So my cousin's house, this was also in Chicago. My cousin's house was, everyone was always saying it's haunted. And we were like, yeah, 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 whatever, blah, blah, blah. And everyone was always saying it's haunted. And then one night my aunt was asleep in the house she heard like the like they had a basement and the bat like there was she heard like a basketball dribbling so she was like timmy stop playing the basketball it was like late and she like thought it was my cousin and then she like walked downstairs and she just saw the basketball just like in the air just like Whoa. Just like by itself in the middle of the room, just like bouncing. <laughs> that shit's fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> yeah, ghosts are real. Who was this um, that saw this again? Your grandma? My great aunt. Great aunt. Jody. Shout out. Jody. She's still living? Yeah. Wow. She she she's super active on Instagram. Nice. She responds to every single one of my Instagram stories. Is it, it, it gasses me up so bad. Like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about anyone else being a reply guy. Jody is replying to my stories. That's all you need to know. 
Yep, I get it. I like that. Does she want? Uh, um, does she ask for a lot of reshares? <laughs> she doesn't. She 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 doesn't ask me for anything. Nice. She just gives. She supports. Let's see that she is mm-hmm. part of your family. <laughs> don't, I don't want anything. You just take what you need. Let me know what I can do. My like empathy. extended family is friends with nuns. Really? Yeah. Do they have kids? Any of them? The nuns? Yeah. I don't think you can I have a like kid. I feel like they don't have kids. I don't think you can. I think you're married to God. Interesting. Swag. What do you do with the kids that you had before you became a nun? Kill him. Uh. It's not my rule. Maybe that's what happened upstairs. Yeah. Wait, but he killed the mom. Yeah, but then he switched bodies. That I mean, she sense. switched bodies. Well, maybe he... Switch bodies. Maybe and then she they switched. None at all. And it was he was really a she and dressing and as a nun. Flipped. And like, I got to get out of this lifestyle. Yeah. And then that could have been. That's a good plot, actually. We should talk to your stepdad about writing that out <laughs> with Dick Wolf. Let's ask Ryan one question. Yeah, Ryan, what's one question? Don't fuck it up. <laughs> we'll ask you a question and then you can ask us one. Okay, this guy, he has so much sex. I have to be so bad. He bangs everybody. <laughs> He's done in Austin banging. He was in San Francisco banging the other weekend. Like, that's all he does is travel around the country. He's also an assistant to somebody very famous, but we can't say who. <laughs> San Francisco banging. He just goes around and bangs. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, that's well, banging. I think <laughs> earlier you were talking about how you're, like, sort of a love addict, and I think that's... Yeah. I, I sort of fall that similar. It's that's a real... Yeah, that's a real drug. It's a horrible thing. Mm-hmm. Is it love or is it lust? No, no. Well, or is it lust? I ha- uh, <laughs> but I know it's only lust. <laughs> but I know it's only lust. Do 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 do. you play bass too? Yeah. Bass line. is my favorite instrument to play, and I play guitar like a bass player, and I should play bass, not wow. guitar. Interesting. It's oh, it's the first. I write a lot of songs on bass. I pick it up before, like when I'm putzing around. It's I like and pick up the bass first, like more than anything. Yeah. Farouk, do you have a question for Clementine before we leave? Sure. Um, what guitar amp is your favorite amp, and what do you think of amp synths and digital stuff compared to? Uh, I think those things are good. The amp simulator things. I never had one, but I know some bands like that I've toured with that use those. I'm all about just doing the whatever you want. I'm not like a, a stickler to, you know, yeah, like it's got to be, you know, I just think trust your ear, whatever sounds cool to you, you should do. What app do you play? I have recently just been playing... Actually, my favorite amp that I toured with over the years was like a 90s Mesa Boogie. Nice. I felt like that suit my, suited my sound pretty well. But I also use a Fender Deluxe Reverb. Have you ever put pedals before amp or do you go straight Actually, today I had band practice and we like totally pulled apart my pedal board like during the recording process so the first half of practice i was like on the floor spitzing like trying to get the pedals to like work again because i had to like reconnect them that's my tent that's my tent talk (laughs) 
All right, Cherry Glazer, she's a badass for a unique sound. Everyone, round of applause. Thank you so much for having me. We're gonna go this pee. was a pleasure. Yes, we learned a lot. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.